Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., y'all know what it is. Let's talk about this coronavirus. But first, follow me on all my social media platforms at The Officer Tatum. The Officer Tatum. Uh, you'll find it to be very interesting, especially for those of you who are at home right now. You ain't got nothing else to do but hang out. You can catch me on my social media. I'm always posting good information, going live, live interaction. Y'all know how it is. But let's talk about the coronavirus real quick, man. This this has been dominating our news cycle for good reasons. But I have a, a lot of skepticism, right? Um, not with the virus, but with the reaction to the virus. A lot of y'all... Uh, stuck in the house some of y'all and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a pessimist but some people may lose their business if we don't do something soon and i honestly believe that all states and all counties aren't created equal right and when i say created equal we're not dealing with the same thing at the same time with the amount of cases that we see in new york with the amount of cases that we see in california some of these other uh cooler climates with dense populations we're not we're not seeing that same of type of situation here in a warm climate like Arizona. They're not seeing it in Texas. We're more spread out. And to be honest, and, and this is no disrespect for the person that lost his life. It was a, a man who was 50 years old, the first death in the state of Arizona, in the entire state of Arizona of 7 million people. Um, this individual had underlying health conditions. And that seems to be the the, the type of people that the, the virus is affecting the most. And yet and still, we shut down everything, dang near everything. I know a gentleman, one of my good friends, he has a business, I mean, lost a tremendous amount of money. And we're wondering, I'm just wondering, is our government taking this serious enough to have the information to not go overboard? My whole thing is you want facts over fear, right? I'd rather for you to be informed and be able to act accordingly than to operate in fear where you buying a thousand things, of toilet paper, everybody's scrounging around, scared that everybody's going to die. You know, I don't think that's the way to operate. Here's a few things that I think can be very confusing. And if you only listen to certain media outlets, you're not going to have the full truth. We have to understand that we're going to see numbers hike in the next couple of days, next couple of weeks. And the reason why is because some of the testing is on backlog. Now, when you see the numbers hike, some people are like, oh, my God, there's 50 or 100 new cases just dropped today. It's like, no, th- these are cases of people who have been tested over the last week, the last several days. They come together in bulk and you're going to see a, a jump or increase. That's why you see a day where there's probably no numbers change and then you see a hike in numbers. Um, my suggestion or advice to, to most of you guys that are out there is to treat your health condition like like you would do in any other flu symptom or I mean not flu symptom but any anything like the flu or anything else wash your hands if you feel bad stay at home if you're dealing with somebody who's elderly or you are elderly then try to avoid going in the public and getting sick I think we should do that no matter what corona or not we should be doing that year round because there's so many people that die from the flu as well because we're not um, taking our hygiene seriously People are not washing their hands. They're doing all kind of stuff year round. And then all of a sudden they tell you to do this as if this is a unique circumstance. I think I think it's very simple. If you if you feel bad, don't don't just run to the don't just run to the doctor, especially if you're young. Don't just run to the doctor. 
if you if you are elderly or you have some health complications that's an emergency, then yeah, go to the doctor, call nine one one, things like that. Because the majority of individuals who get the coronavirus, they're they're minimum to mild symptoms, and you're gonna burden the healthcare system if you go just because you you got a sore throat right now. And I think people should be should be aware of that, and be and be cognizant of that. Now, how did this start? I think people have heard many different accounts of how this started. And if you fall on the liberal spectrum and you listen to CNN and some of these other fake news organizations, they're telling you that they're, they're, they're trying to deny almost to the case of denying that China started this. China it started in China. Like Trump said, it started in China and people are getting mad at Trump and calling him a racist when he shut down the border or he shut down travel. He was a racist. And then when he say that the, he called it the Chinese flu or Chinese virus, people are saying he's a racist for doing that. When you have the Chinese people saying that we dumped the virus in their country. You know, that's just, let me say this. China needs to be held responsible for all of this. They lied to the world. Their first case, it, this is if we, if we can even trust them. Their first case was last November. And they downplayed this and downplayed this until it's all over the world and people are in high risk. And, and we, we had to see images of people dying in the street and stuff and rumors of, of them killing their own citizens for, for it to get around the world. And people start asking questions and figuring out what was going on here. And we were one of the first countries to shut our border down and shut travel down. That's why we're not seeing the same fallout to a certain degree as Italy. Now, let me go over some numbers real quick. And then I want you guys to call in. And the number is 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. Let me give you some numbers so you can put this in perspective. There's billions of people that live around the world. Billions. I mean, there's billions of people that live in China alone. Billions of people that live in India. 306,000 people. So 306,000 total cases for the coronavirus. 13,000 people have died. 94,000 people, and I'm rounding the number, 94,000 people have recovered. Active cases that we still have to this day is right around 200,000 active cases. And 190,000 of those active cases, which is 95%, are are in mild condition. 9,300 of them are in serious condition, which is 5%. Out of the total cases that we have closed, meaning there was some outcome of the total cases or or the closed cases, which is 170,000. 107,000, I'm sorry. Out of 107,000 cases, 94,000 of them, rounded up 95,000 of them, have recovered and been discharged from the hospital. That's 88% of all the cases people have been who have recovered from. 12% have not recovered from. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute because people will say, oh, 12% is a high number of all the discharged cases. But the thing is, we haven't tested everybody. The majority of people who get this virus have mild symptoms, which most people don't go to the hospital if they have a little cough. And most people are that have no symptoms are not going to go to the hospital at all. So there's a tremendous amount of people who have this virus. It's obviously widespread, but it's not as deadly and dangerous as the media is throwing in your face. But make sure you're safe. I'm going to talk a, a little bit more about this, and I want to get to Andrew Gillum, who is probably the dirtiest politician in American history, endorsed by Obama. Stay tuned. Call in 602-277-KTAR after the break. Y'all stay tuned.
Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back. What's my song right here? Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, welcome back to the Brandon Taylor. So we had to get, we had to have a little fun there. Let me tell you this: this is my song because when me, when I was a little kid. My daddy, we used to play hide and go seek. My brother, we used to go hide. And my daddy used to, that used to be his song. So he'd go, ooh, 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 And we'd be like, oh, dad, come here, he going to get us. Anyway, that's a little fun. That's that's a little fun that we want to have. Because everybody, you know, the coronavirus, I was talking about that earlier, man. It kind of bring people down. So I, I want to I wanna lighten it up a little bit. I, I guess if you don't agree with me, it's probably going to be tough for you. But other than that, I want to lighten up a little bit. I have a joke for you. Korean called it the dad joke. I brought Korean on. By the way, Korean and I got married the other day. I don't even remember what day. It was like two days ago. She's my wife now. Her her mic ain't on right now, but she's my wife. So anyway, so Korean told me that I I, I say all these dad jokes. Korean said that I I say all these dad jokes, right? So uh, one of the jokes that I said, I, I said, Korean, what do you call a corn that has hit puberty? And she says, I don't know what. And I say, a quarantine. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think I think y'all thought that was funny. Anyway, let's let's talk let's talk a bit a little bit about media for a minute. And I think a, a many many people may um understand what I'm talking about when I say that media nowadays can be more sensationalized than they do with regular reporting, right? You would assume that the media would say, okay, here's a fact, here's an instance of truth, here's what we've discovered, and they report on it. But that's not true. Depending on what political stance that you are find yourself on, it's how some of these, these channels report. Because let me give you an example. Do you think that the media should report on a politician who was endorsed by one of the most popular Democratic presidents in history, Barack Obama. And this politician almost won the governorship for the state of Florida. He would have been the youngest, probably would have been the first African-American. He was the mayor of Tallahassee. And he was recently found in a, in a hotel room, passed out, bucket naked, with, with, a, with a male prostitute in the room, methamphetamine, pills, some medication for erectile dysfunction in there, all of the above. He got caught. He was so inebriated he couldn't even talk to the police. Then lied and said he was drunk and that he was going to a wedding. Cheated on his wife, potentially, allegedly. And you telling me the media ain't going to report nothing about this? And and a matter of fact, he works for one of the media organizations. He's a contributor there. He's been on TV there all the time talking about Trump and how bad Trump is, but they don't report on it at all. You you can't tell me that's not failure in journalism. And the reason they're not reporting it is because it's one of theirs. If and the person I'm talking about is Andrew Gillum. If this was a Democrat or Republican, they would they would cover this more than the coronavirus. I guarantee you. 
I guarantee you that they will cover this more. Me and Corinne have been talking about this for, I mean, all day long of how the, the, the left of our society, not, not everybody, but people that are, that are far left are just so hypocritical. It's not even funny. It's, they have the concept of say as I or do as I say, not as I do. There's no reason for a politician like that to be found in a hotel room completely unconscious because he's doing methamphetamines, allegedly. Corinne, what do you what do you think about the conversation we had about Andrew Gillum and these Democrats and, and how hypocritical they are? I mean, I think hypocritical is definitely the, definitely the word for it. When um, the funniest part was, is Brandon and I went to Miami what, last week, or the week before, um, and we had checked out of the Mondrian um, in South Beach on the 11th, and then all of this uh, this story broke on the morning of the 13th that they had been at the hotel on the barely 12th missed it. We barely so missed we it. missed all the action by one day um so we were at that same hotel and when we were there at the hotel uh, it's a very fancy hotel four-star hotel it's pretty expensive but when we were out of the pool we were joking like there's a lot of uh unsavory characters here i mean people were in the pool acting like they in a hotel room getting jiggy we like come on man y'all 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 pretty much doing everything but you know what? In front of everybody, with the family there and everything, smell marijuana everywhere we go. People trying to sell us weed. Yeah, the morning that we left, it was like I'm getting high, waiting for the elevator in the hallway. It felt like I was in a very expensive trap house. <laughs> I was like, "What is this? The Mondrian is supposed to be a very exclusive, chic hotel, and this was not that at all." So, um, I, I, so I wasn't surprised when I heard about the, the craziness going down. Uh, a friend in Miami said that that particular hotel that we stayed at is known for um, drug use and drug trafficking and uh, what's the word? Uh, escorting and uh, nef- nefarious activities. That's probably why we saw them crazy people in there. But I, I want to <laughs> know. Let me say that I'm, I'm going to pose that to the people that's driving around that's listening. Um, call in 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. Do you think that the media is biased? And if you do, is the media biased towards one side, right? Is the media biased more towards conservatives? Because that's how I feel. I feel like the media is run by lift, liberal leftists, and they just hate conservatives. Well, uh, yeah. When this story dropped last week, I went to Andrew Gillum's Instagram page to look at his pictures, see what he was about, saw that he was married, he has three kids. But 90% of his Instagram posts were attacking Trump, attacking Trump's character, attacking his morality. Um, and it was like, you hypocrite. It's like, you're so obsessed with what somebody else is doing, knowing that you are a slime ball, a dirtbag. You are a scumbag cheating on your wife, doing drugs with male escorts. This man lost the gubernatorial race in Florida by 30,000 votes. This was almost Florida's governor. Um, And then yesterday, the photos came out of the police cam of him naked, passed out on the floor. I can't stand the guy. So, of course, I shared it. Um, And looking at his social media, and a lot of people were posting, oh, you shouldn't share those pictures. That's not right. That's not right. But uh, looking back at Andrew Gillum's Twitter and Instagram, he did not waste a moment to attack Republicans or attack Trump. Um, Matt Gates, a pretty popular Republican uh, uh, congressman, he got a DUI last year and uh, Andrew Gillum railed him in his Twitter. So it's like, no, 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 no. Posted his mugshot. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. 
you know, you got to you got to take what you give. So if that's how you want to treat people, don't be shocked when people do the same thing. Yep, I agree 100 percent. I'm going to bring in a caller. Uh, We got uh, Trevor from Phoenix. Trevor, welcome to the Brandon Tatum show. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, it's not the news anymore. It's not Walter Cronkite. Let's report on the news. It is now opinion reality TV. It's it's, it's horrible. You know, and I I, I think, I mean, if there's anything that I I wish President uh, Trump could do was would be to or that even, you know, Congress or senators is to pass a law that, you know, if this is what they're going to report on, that they have to say that they're not a news channel anymore. Um, yeah. And and operate within the guidelines of news or an opinion reality show. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100 percent, Trevor. I agree with you 100 percent. Hey, thank you for calling in. I appreciate yes, you sir. adding to the conversation. I, yeah, I mean, they got to be held accountable because they're deceiving the masses. You, you, if you're going to give an opinion, they say, well, Trump is he lied 1600 times or something. They said sixteen thousand. Yeah, he's the liar in chief. It's like it's like no. You think that he lied. You don't. You know what I'm saying. You, you, you don't it's like your, what he it's said. your opinion that he that he was deceptive mm-hmm. and things like that. But they're actually facts. They get on TV almost every time. You and it's, he's a racist. He called Mexicans this. I mean, that's that's your opinion. That's not fact. You can't run on that. And I feel like if you're going to be parading around as a news organization, you need to be held accountable for what you said. We have two more callers uh, calling in. Let me let me try to get them, Jeff. Jeff and Gilbert, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. I think Jeff just dropped off. Uh, Brandon and Phoenix. Brandon, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Hey, how's it going? Well, you asked if uh, the media is biased. Well, uh, to me, it seems to be biased in the authoritarian direction, not necessarily what you might call left or right. Um, hmm. Always is sort of uh, licking the boots of, of the uh, the authorities, the officials, the uh, lords of this land, if you will. And uh, well, I see that constantly. Um, also, just if we need more laws, there seems to be more and more of that all the time. And whether they're biased, if you will, in the uh, left direction, where say gun control, et cetera, or the right direction, we need more walls and. I don't know, paper checks and so forth. Uh, it, it always seems to be biased in that direction. And even with uh, uh, what's happening right now, there, there seems to be a little coverage perhaps in the other direction that, you know, there might be a slight bit of overreaction. There's a great deal of fear-mongering, and now we grovel uh, at the feet of our of our lords again. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Brandon, to a certain degree on that. Hey, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you. We got to cut to a break. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to call in the next segment, 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR. Make sure you stay tuned. You listen to The Brandon Tatum Show. Hold the phone. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know that song. Some of y'all ain't ready for that song. Uh, uh, uh. All right, welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., follow me on all of my social media at the Officer Tatum. I'm going to bring in a few callers. We have some on. If you want to call in and contribute to the show, we're talking about the coronavirus. We're talking about the 
outrageous media who's completely biased, in my personal opinion. Uh, call in 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. I have my wife, Corinne, here in the studio with me. I'm proud to say that we are married now. I so. know. I like the sound of that. Wifey. Wife. All right. I'm going to bring in Jay from Chandler. Jay, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Hey, dude. Well, first of all, I'm a first timer to your to your show, so uh, it's it's great. And the second thing was that, was that Digital Underground you played on the brick before last? Was that Digital Underground? Yeah. Yes, it, it was. like a Digital Underground song. Yeah, yeah, it was. Anyway, my call is not for that. My call is, is, is actually for... You know, just kind of what's going on and the things that you're touching on, on just the numbers, you know, with the coronavirus. And I've always just questioned yeah. the numbers and the data just doesn't match up because in this whole thing, I just wondered if you're catching it. They're not including the flu or the influenza A. They're just counting everybody as having coronavirus when a lot of people are being dismissed that don't even have it. Right. But the thing is, is that the media is playing into the sensationalism, which is the key word. And I'm just wondering... If this all plays out to it was just over sensationalized, how will the media be accountable for all the businesses and everything that they've managed to destroy by not reporting accurate journalism? Right. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I think that they should be held accountable. The scary thing is they probably won't be. They've been disseminating falsehoods and lies. Since before President Trump got in office, they lie about him on a, on a day to day basis, many social media platforms. But here's another thing that people don't understand here in the state of Arizona that I found out is preemptive um, assignment to coronavirus. If people call in or whatever and they test negative for influenza, but they're still sick. They presume that they have the coronavirus before they've ever been tested. Some people get tested and they, it comes to find that they don't have coronavirus. And some people never get tested, but they are still under the list of presumptive cases yeah. of coronavirus. And then you think about this. We've been dealing with coronavirus from probably last year. We haven't yeah. even most people have had this and have recovered from it. And I feel like they're not adding those numbers in, which makes the mortality rate a lot higher than what it probably really is. But let me, uh, Jay, thank you so much for calling. Let me get some of these other callers in. One more, one more thing is really important. Okay, go ahead. Because they, they, they're, the, the CDC is counting January 20th as the first report of the coronavirus in Washington. But my question is, on January 1, when it was reported, first of all, to the media from China, between January 1 and January 20th, 14,000 people were traveling day to day from China to America. True. Yet all those people would have probably had it. So my saying that the bubble should be a lot further in advance, like we should be almost through the big bubble because they're not reporting it accurately. They're saying that the worst is to come. I think that it's different. It's the opposite with those yeah, numbers. I agree with you a thousand percent. Thanks, Jay, for coming on. And thanks for, for joining the show. Uh, we'll get a couple more calls in. 602-277-KTAR, 602-277-KTAR, 100%. I just don't think that they're accurately portraying what's really going on. And people are just taking what they're saying at face value. Come on, man. Let's use common sense. Last November is the first case from China. And they could be lying about that. But last November officially is one of their first cases. You telling me we haven't had it all this time? Let me get the next caller. Joe from Phoenix, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Uh, Brandon, hi. I'm a repeat caller. We we spoke a couple of weeks ago about what the president has done for the African-American community. I don't know if you remember, but I really love your show, and I'm going to try to call in every week. My awesome. my biggest problem is that the mainstream media and even sometimes some people on Fox, they're giving China more kudos than our press. It's right. like, why would we believe what a <laughs> communist regime 
says over right. what our open and free press. And they've kicked out all of our journalists. Right. We don't even know what's coming out of there now, sir. Thank you. I'll take your answer on the air. Hey, appreciate you. I, I t- can I interrupt? Go ahead, I babe. totally agree. First of all, all of the media or anything coming out of China is government and state run. We know their communist government is evil and cannot be trusted. Um, all of these leftist celebrities siding with these communists over Trump. That was going to be my question for you, um, Brandon. How do you think Trump has handled this? I've heard so many people, so many journalists, so many um, on the radio, everywhere. Trump is awful. He's handling this awful. What do you think? I, I think he's done the best that any president can do. And I think he's looked he's looked out for the American people. He didn't fall for the for the crap that the media was pushing. He shut down travel to China and they called him a racist. You know, they consistently call him a racist for calling the virus out for where it came from, where it originated from, which is China. So I think he's done a good job. He shut down our borders. We we have seen lower numbers than Italy and other countries around the world. And we have probably just as much or more travel than they do. So I think the president has done a good job. He's preparing to for a stimulus package, which is approved by the by the United States Senate and um, the House and Senate. So I think he's doing everything he can. But the problem is is that he's in a lose-lose situation. If he doesn't go over the top like they're expecting him, like they're instigating him to do, then they're going to say he's a failed president. If he goes over the top, they're going to say he went too far. So I think he's done the best that he can do. Let me get a couple more callers in here. Um, Cassandra from Phoenix. Cassandra, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? CNN is the worst news media outlet possible. (laughs) Two months going Wuhan virus, coronavirus. Nobody says anything. President Trump says it twice. Everybody's losing their mind. Right. Everybody's trying to compare us to Italy. Oh, they're at the same pace as us. You know, look <laughs> at how many people have died. But look, how many people were above the age demographics that they were looking at? How many people share extra close contact because their culture differences are different than ours? True. I mean, do we walk around kissing everybody on the cheeks? No. And then look at their health care system. I mean, they don't go to regular doctors. They go to the emergency room. And when everybody's wasting an emergency room, it floods the hospitals. We right. cannot compare apples and, I don't know, spinach. We're spinach, they're apples. True. It's two different sets of systems in government and health and, and age. So stop comparing. And this is China's fault. I hate to say it. It's China's fault because... They're, they're a communist country who wants to look good, but they're, it's their fault. Every bad virus seems to come from them because of how their system is run. Yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. I only have two minutes. Uh, Cassandra, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, one thousand percent true. China. It's their fault. They need to be held accountable. I want to hear the president say it. I want to hear our Congress say it. I want to hear our media say it. They lied. They're causing these viruses. It's spreading around the world. And they had the audacity to say that it came from the United States of America. Their leadership said we dropped it in their country. They need to pay for it. China lied. People died. Exactly. Let me bring in Rick. We got we got probably a minute and a half. Rick from Scottsdale. I have a minute and a half. What do you got? Well, since the 777 rule, you got Clear Channel, you got Rupert Murdoch. They, they, you have the right wing that owns most of the media. So you want to claim liberal media? You're about twenty years late. <laughs> no. Yes, there are people that don't report. You know, yesterday the the governor of California said he only had two hundred test kits available. So how are they supposed to te- give you an exact number? They couldn't even get the cotton swabs. But they're told by the 
yeah, president to go out and get them. Now, why didn't he start in January putting some of these things together? All right, I only got a few seconds. I'll respond to that. He knew about it, right? I'll, understand, I'll, I'll respond to that, Rick. I only got a couple more seconds to, to the break. Thanks for calling in. Listen, the president has done everything he's supposed to do in this situation. This is a new virus. Everybody want to tell you how unpredictable it is, but somehow President Trump is supposed to have all the answers as if he's God. He's done everything that he's supposed to do, followed the protocol for the CDC. When he knew he shut down travel, they called him a racist. I don't hear nobody talking about that. I got to run. Please stay. All the people that who are waiting on the, to call in, please stay on. After the next segment, I'm going to bring you in. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. My wife is going to respond to that after we come back. Hold the phone. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Now as the record spins around, you recognize this sound, well it's the underground. You know that we're down with what you like, with what you like. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. All right, let's let's get into this. Let's continue to talk about the coronavirus. I had to put a couple of people calling. I want to clarify from the last caller that called in. I, I ran out of time. But I want people to understand this very clearly. When there is some type of a, an emergency or something of that nature, state-level officials have to be responsible. And if they are didn't, don't have enough supplies, they need assistance, then the federal government steps in. So I, to blame the president of the United States as if he's the only person that has power and, and has the ability to do things is, is not accurate. Some of these uh, governors didn't turn in the request on time. But all you have to do is listen to California, who's been hit probably one of the hardest other than the state of Washington. California's governor, Gavin Newsom, said the president of the United States had done a tremendous job and has done everything they asked him to do. Chris Cuomo, uh, the governor of New York State, has said the same thing, and they hate Trump. So for them to give him credit and say they've had everything they need, I think that's a, a testament to what President Trump has done with his authority and ability. Let me bring in Robert from Phoenix. Robert, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What you got? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing well, brother. Hey, next time you should maybe do a little MC Breed, new, no future in your fronting. <laughs> <laughs> next time we'll have that. Uh, well, I'm calling in reference to, you know, I understand that people are worried about the coronavirus and, and, and hopefully, hopefully everything will go fine. But I'm more worried about what's happening on the back end of this after everything is everything opens up again and stuff. Like going to Walmart or going to the grocery store or something like that, trying to find the food that you need or the baby diapers or whatever. The problem is, is we don't, at the present time, we don't have the trucks getting the stuff to the stores and then president trump recently said that he had ramp up production on masks and stuff like this maybe he should ask for ramping up production of food processing because once everything there's a bubble in 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 the chain of food chain basically there's going to be a bubble we have drivers and we're going to have to train drivers to drive these trucks or get drivers to drive these trucks to the stores and then getting the manufacturing to hire the people to run 24-7, making 
food that gets these food to the store. Yeah, I agree with That's you. What, I agree with you. I, I, 100%. I, I'm just scared that people are not understanding when they're going to the store and buying, as you say, 10, 15 deals of toilet paper or, uh, you know, 20 uh, cases of uh, condensed milk or something like that. They're not understanding that the rest of these people, when this all falls apart, I know they're trying to do it by just trying to make money, but I am very worried that people are not really taking the consideration that on the backside of this, food's going to disappear and then people are starting to get violent yeah i agree robert hey thanks for calling in i appreciate the commentary i agree with robert on that on that sense man be be reasonable you know we go to the grocery store we get enough for several days and then we come back i mean come on man if you guys just go and just hoard all this stuff that's going to spoil if you don't eat it all in the in the time period in which you've bought it I mean, you, you, you're, you're cutting off access to other people. This is two things that I want everybody to know that are listening to me that live in the Valley. First and foremost, patronize some of these companies because they're losing a lot of money. And if you can, if you have the ability, we have we have taken out food twice and we've given large tips to people because they're losing money in this situation. We have to patronize our, our local and small businesses. And also, make sure you get only what you need. You know, you you guys are going in there and, and killing the grocery store and Costco, and then elderly people need to come in there or, or people who can't get access and sit in line for two hours. They need the food, and you guys are taking it. So be mindful of that. Um, Anna from Mesa. Anna, welcome to the Brandon Tate Show. What you got? Hey, I just want to say I really enjoy your show. Okay, so I just want to clear up a couple of things. I'm a healthcare worker. Awesome. The whole presumptive issue. So with this, we are doing panels. We're ruling out. We're ruling. We're ruling out um, flu. We're ruling out rhinovirus. There are certain steps things we have to rule out before we test for the coronavirus at all. If they are ruled out and they have the flu or they have rhinovirus, they don't even get tested for the coronavirus. It's just they say it's it's not even tested. So they're just holding on to all of these tests and not even getting it processed because of the shortage in testing supplies and masks and everything else that's going on. Okay. So the the ones that the guy that was saying that um, people are being presumed that aren't even there, they're not. They're actually being ruled out. But it's just a scary number. It's a scary number because it is so prevalent in our community right now that they're not even tracing where patients caught it or who they've been in contact with. Cool. So do you think do you think that the media's outrage and what we're doing with shutting down everything is consistent with what you've seen? No, the media is totally full of crap. Oh. They're they're just adding hype to everything going on, and they're trying to scare the population. And I, I really I really like your show because they were saying that it should be a reality show. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not reporting facts at all. True, true. Anna, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you adding value to the show. Uh, I'll try to get we got we got tons of callers calling in, um, but I, I want to just add to that. There was a there was a I read an article. I think it was on KTAR. I read an article that said that there was a guy who was removed from the list of coronavirus uh, individuals because he was presumed to have it. And then the test results came back, said he didn't have it. I know a friend right now that believes he has the coronavirus and he he communicated with his doctor. The doctor says shelter in place. Um, So here's another thing. People be, be mindful that 
if you are, and I'm not, I mean, listen, listen to your primary care physician or your doctor before you listen to me, but this is just my opinion. If I were to feel some symptoms, I'm just going to stay at home. If I start feeling so bad that I think I'm going to, I'm, you know, having cardiac arrest or something, then I'll call 911. Other than that, if you're feeling sick, stay at home unless you just absolutely need to be there because you're going to take a test or you're going to take stuff away from other people. And, and, and I don't think that that's going to help anybody. Uh, let me get Jeff in from Gilbert. Jeff, welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. Hey, Brandon, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Good. So uh, I listen to your show. I try to catch it what I can. Uh, I disagree with, with a lot of what you say sometimes. Okay. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I tune in because I think it's important to hear other opinions and, and, and uh, where people stand. Uh, I do pick up some things that, that make sense, and, and, and I think that's important for me as a citizen. Uh, not left or right, speaking as a citizen, speaking as a father, I have one question for you, because we talk about left media, right media, and I would consider you more right media, as you probably would as well, and your listeners, okay? At Trump's rally, and it's a yes or no question, in February, before all this hit, and all I want is a yes or no, did he call this a hoax and that it was made up by media and Democrats? Yeah, no, he never called called a virus. No, he never called a virus a hoax. There you go. Okay. Because I I've got multiple streams of him saying it. No, so I mean I could play I could play it right here for the audience. I could play it right here for the audience. There's been multiple times he said it. It's streamed together. Okay, I, I'm gonna play. I'm a, that's all I wanted to ask. And you said no. Yeah. And to me, so for me who who have seen it and pays attention, and I lean either way. Okay, because I, I think that most of us are somewhere right in the middle. Because I'm stuck on don't be a fanatic. Be a fanatic for your country. Do the right thing. Don't be an Obama fanatic. Don't be a Trump fanatic. Yeah, be I an agree American with you. Fanatic. All right, we run out of we run out of time, Jeff. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank Make you sure you call much. in next week. Let me clarify for everybody: Trump never called the coronavirus a hoax. In the actual rally, he said that it's the Democrats. He compared the Russia collusion. He compared the impeachment, and then he said the outrage behind this virus from the Democratic Party is a hoax. Never said that it was a hoax. I got the clip. If you go back to one of my other shows, I'll play it next week. You can look on my YouTube channel. Trump never said the virus was a hoax. He shut down the border. He's been proactively working with the CDC the entire time. So don't be misled. That's a difference of opinion, but I have factual information. Everybody, go look it up for yourself. Look at Trump's entire speech. Don't listen to me or nobody else. Look it up for yourself. God bless you guys. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure you come back next week every Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. See y'all next week. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM.